What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. I'm joined, as always, by the Chewbacca to my Han Solo. Matt Liston. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Today we're going to talk about Star Wars and give our official Nerdforce podcast review of yes. the Rise of Skywalker. And this is the Nerdforce podcast. So, Matt, bring us into this week with other news. Uh, I think, um, actually, just the, uh, the trailer you just showed, the, both the trailers you just showed are fantastic. Yeah. Um, is it Free Guy? Yeah, Free Guy. Free Guy. That's yeah. the one I want to talk about first. That looks super SAC, baby. Super S cool. It does. The premise looks awesome. I think it's, it looks really cool. So, basically, what I gathered from the, from the trailer, it's kind of like the whole... Uh, Multiplayer, you know, online, yeah, uh, like GTA, Fortnite, Fortnite or, yeah, whatever GTA it is, is yeah. yeah, all that type of stuff. So, and it basically takes the perspective of the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, the, the non-player like, or yeah, the computer NPs operator or whatever, player, yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's played, of course, by none other than the uh, very talented uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and uh, dude, it just looks it looks so fresh and so funny to me. And then uh, what I really love too, which I'm sure I have to say it, that the opening scene when they're showing the city that they're gonna the, that this is going on and it, it's Pittsburgh, it's a visual coming yeah. into the Golden yeah, Triangle. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, takes place on Liberty Liberty Street at least from like the Liberty from Avenue. what we see. Yeah, the Bath. Yeah, Liberty Avenue. Yep. Um, somewhere I've been. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's uh, that's cool. I think that. What I thought you were gonna say was was the um, it's where they they you know it's a Disney film but they kind of drag on Disney a little bit in yeah. classic Ron Reynolds fashion. Oh yeah, no the the opening part that I mean that I mean that's no that's not, I mean that's awesome the way they opened it up and like Disney's gonna like the new yeah. release by Disney the the, per- the, the people that brought, brought you Lion King yeah. Aladdin and something else twice twice <laughs> and then you're like oh that's funny and then you get Ryan Reynolds so and of course his name is Guy. Yeah. Right. So, uh, it just looks really. It looks fresh. It looks funny. I haven't seen anything like this before, so I think it's a. It's a. I think it's. I don't know. It looks really cool to me. And as long as they can hold up the premise through the entire movie, and I'm just completely just now. I mean, just seeing it, just now thinking about it, it's like I liked what I saw for the short amount of time. But can we hold that up through the whole movie? I hope so, and I hope it doesn't just like get stale. But I think mm-hmm. with his comedic timing and humor, I don't think it will. And obviously, they have other, uh, uh, what are they called, uh, in non-playing characters, whatever they are, NPCs, right? Yeah, yeah. NPCs. Yeah, yeah. So NPCs. Non-playable characters. Yeah. yeah, non-playable characters. So they have other ones that he communicates with, like, oh, here we go again, another bank robbery. Another yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just going on like yeah. it's a normal day long. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like, I guess it's Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody's like robbing this convenience store yeah, yeah it looks funny so uh, uh big thumbs up on that one so far i'm glad you showed me that i didn't see did it come out today no it came out this past week oh well i missed it i've been trying to wrap stuff got, up to get yeah, out, I mean, to get it, out of work. It, was, it was within that like danger zone of uh not knowing you know what um uh, or not wanting to go on the internet for 
Star Wars spoilers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I tried to Wednesday. avoid. Yeah, I tried to avoid a lot. So I did. I really did. I kind of stayed. Try to stay away from everything I can usually go to because I didn't want to even catch a glimpse. I wanted nothing to taint my opinion going into that. So yeah, but well, uh, from what I experienced, it wasn't like there wasn't too much of that this time around. Where you know, it seemed like everybody was pretty tame on it. Like the the um. Thursday, the embargo got lifted, like early Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see anything like as far as spoilers go. Yeah. I mean, there were there were plenty of spoilers beforehand, but we there were those weren't confirmed. Nobody confirmed them. Right. After the fact, until the until the movie came out. Right. For everybody. So. Um, you saw another Ryan Reynolds for like not too long ago. Um, Six Underground. Do you want to talk about? Oh that? yeah, that On was Netflix? Uh, okay. So. We talked about the trailer that came out for that when we first saw it and kind of pieced it together and saw the backstory of what it was. And it was a story basically of individuals that went off the grid completely and killed them, basically were listed as dead. And um, this group is being led by Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan, he's a billionaire basically. Yeah. And tech guy that created something. Didn't really say exactly what he created, but obviously it was something very substantial and he was able to drop off the grid and become dead and then he built a a team kind of more of like a a bunch of rookies in a sense except i mean i couldn't say complete rookies because there's the cia spook lady and some other ones that have obviously some deeper backgrounds but and they don't they don't really get in too deep into the characters but the thing that that bothered me a little bit was um i really did like the character in the beginning of the movie um which was played by uh uh, what's his name? Oh, jeez. Um, it's it's not it's his. Uh, he has a brother. It'll come back to me anyway. He's the driver in the very beginning of the movie, and the opening movie driving scene and everything else. It's just like it is just over the top, and it's it's really cool, and they do a, a fantastic job. And the guy's name will come back to me, um, and I know and I'll make sure that I mention him because I thought he did a really good job for the short amount of time that he was on there, but. The movie is a Michael Bay movie, without question. Okay, Dave Franco. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Dave Franco, and then obviously his brother is, um, the other friend. What's his name? Jeez, uh, I'm I'm just swinging a miss. Okay, I'm laughing because I'm blanking on his name too. Yeah, the okay. guy Pineapple Express. Yeah, I mean obviously. He's, yeah, he's done a ton. He's got a PhD. Did you know that? Yep. Mm-hmm. A very smart guy, but um. I liked the movie. James Franco. James Franco. Um, I I did enjoy the movie, but again, it's a Michael Bay movie, so you get all the Transformer type of slow motion, you get all the sounds, you get you, you get all the like. I don't know about you, Josh, but when you see a Michael Bay movie, you know it's a Michael Bay movie, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's, Plenty of explosions. Exactly. Um, all practical, like mostly practical effects. There's some CGI stuff yeah. in there, I'm sure, but yeah. yeah. And there's something else that I always notice in Michael Bay movies too. Is like he does a lot of these type of scenes where where the where the main characters are in a group and they're sitting around having a conversation about whatever it might be, whatever the mission is, whatever it is. And it always has like this sunset type of background. And it comes in with the glowing sun behind them, and if and it's kind of hard to describe it, but when you see it, 
And then when you watch this movie, I know you haven't yeah, seen no, it. Yet. I know exactly what we're talking about from you Transformers. Will, so yeah. Exactly. You will see it and you'll say, Yep, that's the same. It, it all all of his 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 fingerprints are obviously all over this and it's very clear. Now, that all being said, the premise was fantastic. I thought the characters were really cool, but I think that there the movie was a little disjointed. I think that it, it, it didn't completely um flesh everything out that they that they should have done um you did give a crap about the characters but you could have cared about them a lot more if they would have spent more time developing the characters rather than just putting them in these uh these these great scenes these great action scenes and of course ryan reynolds comedic timing is fantastic in it and the characters that he's playing off of they're really good too. So I mean, all the characters are really well developed in the sense that they can all act well, but the dynamic between them, you don't really understand how. Okay, so they all chose to be considered dead too, but they don't really give you too much like why. They do the how they met type things. Yeah. But they don't really it, it just. It, there's a lot of jumping around in it, which was a little bit not confusing it was confusing to a degree because you're not sure where you're at and then you're like oh that's how he met so-and-so that's what that guy did now knowing that you know what these people did that that caused them to become considered dead but you don't really understand the backstories completely you just get that the one act that they did that made them go that way yeah and then how did they get together that that's that's kind of boggling my mind a little bit too I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's a good watch. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know, seven out of ten, maybe something like that. You know, but definitely watch it. I think it was. Again, I think that it, it just shows that you know Ryan Ryan Reynolds can can hold up a lot of material. He really can. He's a really good actor. So um, I like him. I think he's. I think he's very funny, and I think that, uh, like I said, you you get all the uh, you'll get everything that you want especially all the transformer sounds yeah you know the you know all yeah. that deep bass and all that type of stuff so it's uh visually it's beautiful you know no expense was spared on it to say that it's just a netflix movie doesn't do it justice because that could have been on the big screen without question the yeah. quality of it as we've said before they've stepped the game up so far so um and by the way I closed my eyes whenever you made the transformer sound. Yeah, it was like I was in the movie. Oh, did you? You yeah, thought Bumblebee was coming yeah, in? I thought Bumblebee. He's there. I'm like, oh, Optimus Prime. What? <laughs> so, um, I give it a watch. Definitely give it a watch. I mean, it's definitely something you guys should definitely see. And um, obviously, now we're on uh, Christmas break. Hopefully, so uh, give it a watch. But yeah, it's worth it. It's on my list. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Um, the speaking of Michael Bay movies, um, he obviously did Transformers, um, which is owned by Mas, uh, Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been another Hasbro movie that's um, within early production. Uh, Hasbro is going through Paramount to do another um, Power Rangers movie yeah. in the near future. Yeah. Um, growing up as a kid in the early '90s, um, I was a big Power Rangers fan of the like the early Power Rangers. Well, they um, they had so many iterations. Yeah, I mean, obviously, which yeah, was cool. They've got plenty of iterations which kind of goes off the back of the um for those people that don't know the history behind it's actually pretty interesting the guy that created the the or created power rangers 
um, here in the States. Um, his name is Saban, which he owns a movie company um, called Saban. Um, but he um, created uh, this, this whole thing based upon a TV show in Japan. So this TV show in Japan, um, he, how, he was over in Japan for something. And he saw this TV show and he really liked it. And he said, you know, we can do this in America, but let's take this action scenes, which cost the most within television production, and keep them the same while they're in the suits. And then everything else we can have, we can adjust the storyline and have, you know, them dub over these scenes whenever they're right. in action or the suits. And then have like, you know, the rest of the storyline built off of like teen drama with like with an American storyline. So um, it took them like six years to end up getting it picked up um, by a company. Really? That um, long? Yeah. Yeah. It took like six years for Fox to pick it up. Um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he, you know, obviously exploded and the rest is history, but um, it's went several hands um, in the, the process of doing so. The last time that it switched hands was for um, uh, Saban through, I'm trying to think of exactly who it went through, Lionsgate. Um, and Lionsgate, yeah, that makes, rights. Sense. that makes sense. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And Lionsgate, um, you know, obviously made the, the one in 2017, which didn't do well. It was a decent movie. It wasn't, like, terrible or anything. Um, it just didn't perform very well in the box office, so... They ended up um, selling the property back to uh, Saban solely. Um, Saban um, did a deal with Hasbro. Hasbro now owns it, and they're doing a deal with um, with Paramount for the movie rights and, mm-hmm. and filming through Paramount for movies. No, I watched the last Power Rangers, right? Yeah, the movie. And that's what you're talking about, right? The, yeah. The, the most recent one. I didn't dislike it. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I watched it on, through the lens of this is a Power Ranger movie, right? Yeah, so I think you, most people would too. Like, yeah, would but watch I mean, it that way. yeah, so I don't see how people. I, just, I think the people that it didn't pique the interest, like the fact that it was a Power Rangers movie, they didn't like it yeah. wasn't marketed to like this is going to be like this amazing movie and this is going to revolutionize the brand. It's made like there was there was a there was a fan film made by um, the Dawson off of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, um, a while ago, I'll have to share it to you after the podcast, but. There was this fan film that took Power Rangers, the with the original characters, um, all grown up, and in their you know in their forties now, early forties, and they were um, there was a civil war at the time, um, and they they and they made it really dark and really gritty, and wow. it did it got a lot of people interested within a Power Rangers movie, but then they turned around and made it into like this whole like kid friendly type of thing. They it's made it a little bit darker yeah. for the for the thing with Lionsgate, but yeah, I mean, you're talking of just a shade. I yeah, mean, it yeah, was just, I mean, yeah. yeah, it wasn't so, yeah. You know, nothing close to what had been this expectation that had been built up within yeah. the fans' minds. Yeah. And, you know, it's um it's it's something that would be interesting to do. I don't think Hasbro will do that either. Um, I think they'll probably make it more like a Michael Bay type of film, um, but it'll be interesting to see nonetheless. Um, so let me ask you this though, because it's like you know, I, I, <clears throat> for me, Power Rangers is more something that like my kids watched, you know. So I wasn't 
like on the cusp of really giving two craps about Power Rangers, really. Yeah. But I understood them and I appreciated them and I knew who they were and all that type of stuff. And the movie, I felt, did a great job of just continuing the existing um, premise that they already had in place, right? Yeah. So, so they just yeah. propelled that further. Now, my question, though, really is like, so someone like yourself who has grew up with them and you were more attached to them than I was on a different level is in the sense that I just paid attention where you probably knew a lot more about that. Yeah. Is that like that, that generation of people like you would, that's that something you really, do you want it to go that direction? Do you think that it would hold up because yeah, no, I think, I think that I think most people would prefer to see like a retelling of the story. Yeah. Um, but uh, not not a retelling of the story made for a younger generation. You think that do do a nostalgia yeah. movie for a nostalgia case? I think that does fine. Like like, but but do it right. You know, it's it's all the the fact of like, you know, don't don't like 2016 Ghostbusters. It you know, oh god, don't, that's you know, just a mistake. And that's that's kind of it wasn't as bad as um, 2016 Ghostbusters whenever the Power Rangers movie came out. Yeah. But it was that was kind of like the feeling that it you was got. More, it was to be honest, it was more of the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, right. All it yeah, was, so, was more of the same. So it was um, you know, there was a there was a 90s um, movie that came out for Power Rangers that that did really well in cinema or I don't know if it did really well in cinema, but it's still like, you know, Power Rangers fans like still like point back to it today. It's I a good property. It. It's it's a good yeah. property. They could they could do a lot with that. Yeah, yeah. So they we, really could. They they did make uh, a successful movie at one point with all the original actors, all the yeah. original characters, um, with really good production quality at the time. Um, the CGI was terrible now, but at the time it was it was decent. Um, and uh, Obviously, the storyline was more driven towards kids, and it was more the same. But you know that everything else was was really good within the film. So um, that's kind of like the the where the the level exists for yeah. Yeah. Um, expectations. Well, I think you're right. Though. I think the base is ready for yeah. for more. Your base is matured, so the product should mature. You yeah, know I, I mean? mean, and like you said, you've got so many iterations of it to where you don't have to like have. You you can do like semi world building off of it to where you can have, yeah. sure. you know, a team come out and then have a movie with a team and then if you don't want to rehire those actors for more money then then build a new team. Yeah, sure. It. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's um it's something that you can do relatively easier uh, easily with with the exception of like a special effects budget. Uh huh. But um. It's uh, it's something that hasn't been done right, and, yeah. and I f it could definitely be done right. And I think Hasbro will will at least make sure that the first one or two are done right. Yeah. Same way that they did with Transformers. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Well, yeah, Transformers. They they the, God, the there's a couple of Transformers that were just so horrendously yeah. bad. I mean, the first one was good, right? Oh, I liked the first. Yeah, one. the, the first one, second one was good. Yeah. yeah. The third but, one was stupid. Yeah, the it third after the third one it started to fall apart. Yeah, waste of just I can't. That was just it was so bad on so many levels. I mean, I can't even begin to just. Oh, it's horrifying. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was bad, horrible. But I did agree that the first two were really good. The first one was great. I mean, and I heard I didn't watch it, but I heard Bumblebee was really good. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know if you saw it or not, but I did not see that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen all of them. I don't remember all of them, but yeah. I've seen all of them. So, but anyways, no, that's a good idea. I think it's cool. And I think that, um, you know, that's still uh, with Hasbro, because that's G.I. Joe too, right? Yeah, Hasbro has G.I. Joe Yeah, well. and I think G.I. Joe could, uh, um, I think they've, they've laid some decent work with the first two. Well, I think I think you make it like you do the original one. Don't make it like this yeah. whole like make it make it like a special ops team, like like a real life spot, not like this whole thing to where they've they've moved technology forward and stuff like that. But make it like the cartoon was, like uh-huh. you know, yep. It's this is the thing that that they're doing. It's 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 no different than operations that are going in. Make it make it like Jack Ryan, but with like instead of like CIA personnel, make it. With with various members of um, various a, a spec op you know, team, yeah, I mean, yeah, a spec yeah. op team like yeah. Delta Force type thing, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that uh, I I don't think GI Joe's dead. I think it'll be back. Yeah, I think it'll be back, and I think they'll do a better job with it when it comes back out. I think I don't think they mishandled it properly yet. I think that the the other ones again were still finding their footing in a sense. I like the first one. The second one, eh, eh. Uh, it was okay, but I mean just. Just yeah, I remember. Eight, I've eight. seen both of them. I don't remember either one of them. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, no. But I think that it, they, they just they just weren't bad. They weren't fantastic. They weren't great. Yeah, I know the first bad. one wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I remember the second one. Like I didn't. I wasn't crazy about it. Right. No, not as much. Uh, and I that's wasn't why, crazy about the first one either. But like the second one was just like really yeah. like uh, I can just. Leave yeah, this. and I think they're getting to that point in time too, where they're taking properties where people are older that are going their expectations are okay i can revisit this now by watching well, the cartoons again if i want to but yeah. they need to take the property and take a step we've, forward. you've taken something that's already good right yeah and then try to remake it as to where you know we've got something that exists within that medium that they're trying to remake it in uh-huh. that is marvel uh-huh. and you have to raise your ex- you have to uh-huh. raise your expectations as a production studio to meet what marvel has produced uh-huh so I mean, it's that's that's what the game is now, and you just can't play to these low ball expectations that you're built out for oh. yourself. The expectation on the consumer is much higher yeah. than what it has been in the past. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And you're talking about consumers that got the money to go and yeah. spend the money, and yeah. you know, I mean, they're not kids anymore, so no, and they're taking their kids. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of ex- expectations, I've raised expectations way too high for this podcast. Saying something smart, yeah. so I'm gonna dumb it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's dumb it down, baby. And talk about Tenet, which yeah. we have no idea what's going on there. No, none, really, no. But Other than it's like a Christopher Nolan film, I've I've heard that's like a maybe a backdoor um, sequel to uh, Inception. Okay, but I doubt it. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just saying, like yeah. based upon. Christopher Nolan, I think it's probably a one-off thing. If it's, if it's a, it, there may there will be theories probably afterwards that's probably because it's very Inception-esque. And if you haven't watched the trailer, go back and watch the trailer. It's really hard to define what the trailer is. It's basically like this guy that's part of a SWAT team or something like that, um, and he get ca- he gets captured um, by this group of people. And they're trying to get information out of him. He refuses to get the information. They give him like a cyanide pill mm-hmm. type of thing. He dies, quotes, air quotes within that, um, only to like wake up within this obscure hospital bed um, next to this guy that says, welcome to the afterlife. And after that, he's 
brought into like this um, James Bond like program. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's this whole time warping thing, um, without the transvestite that's saying "Let's do the time warp again." <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's this uh, from Pennsylvania, by the way. <laughs> of course. Um, but there's this whole no. thing. Transylvania. Oh no, it was. Transylvania. Yeah, it was Transylvania. Yeah, because transvestite from Transylvania. I mean, I'm all about claiming everything for the for the bird. For the bird, but But that one I'm gonna take out. Like, I mean, he may have visited the bird. I don't know, but I'm just saying. Uh, But yeah, um, so uh, it's there. It's really confusing on what's going on. You really don't have an idea of it. The thing that I'm interested in is it's. it's the first feature film that um, Pattinson's done since Twilight, really. Mm, well, I mean, he's done like Water for Elephants and stuff like that, but nothing like like blockbuster. No, this isn't the like, big studio release. He's done a bunch of indie crap, right? Yeah, yeah, he's done a bunch of indie crap, but like, like, yeah, this like, is his like, yeah blockbuster mm-hmm. release type of thing. Yeah, as far as which is going to give us, especially with an action role, it's going to give us a really good staple for what. Batman's gonna be, I think. Wow. So, um, for all those people on the fence, like me and Matt, most definitely. Yeah. Um, more so Matt than me, but uh, that's definitely gonna be like this. Like this is this is the, the this is the chance to to win those guys over. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean. He's obviously got he's he's won the the art uh, indie crowd over without question with his talents, but yeah he's definitely got a, he's got his, he got a road to hoe with everybody else. But again, we'll, we'll see how it goes with him. I, I again I like I said before in that last thing he had a, a bit part in that King movie which I thought was he did a fantastic job. I can't say enough about his work in there. And um, let's see what happens here. And uh, I mean my my goal is I just I just trust and hope and really want him to prove me wrong on the bat so let's hope he does it but we'll see how it goes this looks really cool and i and i think that you know one thing josh has mentioned too about it's like this these guys that are that come back and work within this agency or whatever it might be i don't Mm -hmm. know what it is um they don't say but it's like they they're almost ahead of time and they i don't know if it's how far ahead they are because there's the one scene where they're going through and there's a bunch of bullet hose in the window and, and they go, what are these, well, you know? And it's like, I don't think this I, hasn't happened yet. And then they talk about like when they were driving and the car like gets put back together and the boat, if you look at the boat in the water, it's going, backwards. It's going backwards. So it's yeah. like they're seeing, I don't know if they're seeing things before they happen or if they are, have the ability to make it go that way or, well, I don't think it's like a, uh, what's the movie to where the dude's got the tattoos all over himself? Um, to where, like, he's remembering things, but memento? backwards. Memento? I don't think it's like a memento situation um, to, to where, you know, we're, we're viewing the entire storyline in reverse. Like, like we somehow pick up, you know. No, I don't film. think it's a reverse movie. I don't think it's but, a reverse storytelling. Yeah. I think it's a reverse, like... Yeah, I think they that, have a re, they have a um, an advantage of foreseeing things before they happen, even though they've occurred. They see it before it happens. I don't know if that means that they can then change the course or not. I don't. Well, know. Well, obviously they can because the the 
car accident thing, right? The car is wrecked, and then they're about to jam in or run into it, and then the car like fixes itself. So something's happening there. Yeah, that's yeah. not. It's not like a perception type of thing. It's actually physically happening. Right. That I these mean, things are reversing themselves. Well, exactly. Yeah. So, so what that is, I don't know. But they're but but they show that they're present after the event, especially with the bullet holes in the window. So it's like they're they're there. Yeah. It's already occurred. Yeah. So it's like then then I don't know that it's gonna be I don't know I'm interested I I I'm intrigued by it. So oh, I'm definitely intrigued by it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. I'm intrigued by it. No. Um. The uh, the Christmas Carol comes out today. Yeah, that looks so good, dude. Yeah. I really want to watch that. I mean, I don't anything on it. I just want to just point out that comes out today. No, but I mean, no, you put that up the one day. Like we meant to talk about that two weeks ago, I think, and you put the trailer up. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, wow, they're really starting this late into the holiday season. But I mean, it makes sense now. They do it now. It's like a three or four parter. Yeah, it's it's very short series. It's like a limited series. But FX, right? Yeah, it's FX. Comes, it, came out today. Comes out today. It looks great, dude. I think that that yeah. the approach they're taking. To the storytelling of Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Yeah, it looks really cool, though. I mean, they're really... Not following the Charles Dixon, Dickens um, novel, per se. I think that they're taking a creative yeah. approach. Well, I'll be, I, don't, I mean, again, don't know for sure. But it looks... it looks It's dark. It's gritty. Mm-hmm. It um, takes you back to, like, the dark ages of... Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, look, I looked at that, and I was like, wow, that really looks good. I really want to see that. It's 15th century London. Yeah. So it looks great. I, I, it looks really cool. So definitely we'll talk about that next time we get on because all episodes have aired by then, I think, because I think they're coming out next week. Well, they like out this they're week. doing them like... like. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this again, yeah. what, like two weeks after today? So Yeah, yeah, two yeah. weeks. So we'll, we'll be on episode like three or four. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't, but I think it's going to... I think they're going to have it done before Christmas is here. Are they? Yeah. Are they doing it like that close? So I figured they'd be. I think it's a mini series type thing. Well, yeah, but I figured they'd still do it like once a week. Hmm. Don't know. But I mean, you're you're probably right. It would make sense for them to do like one a day until you know um, Tuesday or whatever. That way you have you have more time between, or you can fit it all in between Chris or between now and Christmas. But makes sense. Um. The other thing that came out this week uh, is Witcher. Yeah. So um, it came out today as well. Uh, the I tried to watch the first episode. I mean, it, it wasn't that it was bad. Um, that I, I just ended up falling asleep after or in in the first episode. I was just, um it was after work and I was a little tired, so ended up falling asleep during the first episode. Um, very Game of Thrones esque nice and the the way that it feels mm-hmm. the way like if you take game of thrones and then um like and and introduce it to lord of the rings and they get you know have and relations and have a baby yeah yeah it's kind of like that but um uh it involves el- elves it involves like multiple different like um races of you know characters, characters. yeah so um it's uh it's interesting um the i I wasn't able to pick up a whole lot from the storyline um it's definitely something that you wouldn't want want to watch with your young teenage kids whenever i say it's like game of thrones it's very much like 
the earlier seasons of Game of Thrones. A lot of nudity, a lot of sex scenes in there. Um, so your teenage kid will want to watch it. Oh yeah, they'll definitely want to watch and it. They well, uh, there's uh, some. <laughs> there, there's this one character that's. I'm not giving anything away here, but there's this one character that's um very. That's not like very physically deformed, but it's physically deformed enough to where they make her intentionally unattractive. But she's a princess that's able to be betrothed to somebody. So she's like in front of this court having sex with this dude. But like the rest of her, she's kind of like a, a butterface type of situation to where like yeah, she's, but she boobs looks a boob. good. Boobs a boob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So like I mean, young teenage kids, yeah, boobs a boob. Yeah, exactly. Sex so. scenes is sex scene. Yeah. yeah. I get it. So we can probably, I mean, I'm not going to say that this is going to be put in their, their spank bank, but it may definitely, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, well, you never know the kid. I mean, maybe they maybe maybe they appreciate that. Who knows? <laughs> you teach their own. Maybe to each their own. So it might find some new kinks in the process. <laughs> I didn't know I was into Quasimodo until now, but I am. So, so but uh, no, that sounds. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, and I will definitely be watching it this week for sure. But it looks cool. Um, the trailers look great, and. You know what I really like too is that the way that they and again I I always say Superman. Yeah, yeah Henry they, Cavill. Yeah, they made Superman. Great in it. Yeah. Unrecognizable as Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's doesn't like, sound like Henry Cavill. Doesn't present himself like Henry Cavill. Like yeah. like Superman, like you would think yeah. of Superman. That's mm-hmm. you won't get caught up in like this is Superman. That's that's it, cool. You lose all of that. That's off right. the bat. Yeah, yeah. Scene one. Cool. It's it's very much like cool. He plays more like the. Um, Who's the guy that that um, Arya Stark like um, has uh, within her life? The not the mountain, but the the brother of the mountain, the Hound. Yeah, he plays more like the Hound than right. he does anything else. Okay, cool. So cool. No, I'm, I I I well, they've already renewed two, like we said. So. Oh yeah, yeah, two and three, right? And not sure about three, but there's yeah, one no. that's done done two and three. I can't yeah. remember if it was. Yeah, we'll we'll but see. Was one. This might be it, but. We'll see. I'm yeah. waiting forward to that. Looking forward to that one. So, yeah. Um, you got anything else for other news? Um, those are the trailers that we wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, the recent, the new episode of Mandalorian came out yeah. too. Um, I'm yeah. not going to cover it today just because Matt hasn't seen it. It's a, it's yeah. a two parter too. Um, oh, it so is. it's, uh, it's the first part of like the finale. So I really don't want to talk about it until Matt's at least seen it and probably the rest of our audience to make sure that I'm yeah. not giving anything away. And then, um, you know, it's, it's incomplete. So definitely we'll wait until the next podcast to, okay. to get, go over it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely will wait and see on that one. So yeah. By the time that we meet up again, you'll, you'll have seen it. Um, I'll, I'll have seen it by probably tomorrow afternoon. So yeah. Um, yeah, and my normal routine is uh, drive. I go to work early on Fridays to come home just to be able to watch that before my wife gets home, and then I get to watch it again on Tuesday nights. So, <laughs> well, they've they've they have greenlit two more live action Star Wars movies. Yeah, Obi. Um, or not movies, TV shows. So they've done Obi. Yep. And they've done one off of um, one of the characters within um, Rogue One. I Which think. One? The I think the the 
main lead supporting actor like so like the the dude yeah the dude the not the the pilot but the other guy the the one with the droid yeah yeah so he's the guy that did the night of yeah yeah he's a good actor i think i think that's him i think that's what they're doing yeah he's a really good actor yeah i know exactly not the yeah not the guy that she was with when the it it all ended but yeah the the one that trusts killer dad yeah got it yeah he's a good actor yeah i um i like that character i like that movie i mean i, that oh, movie. I really like that I movie really i just watched it again good, yeah. before um yeah. rise of skywalker yeah and i i didn't like it as much um previously whenever i watched it but yeah um it's a really good movie it's it like it's a really mm-hmm. really good movie yep i i yeah that's great well that um the darth scene at the end is just oh, absolutely Probably the best Darth scene oh, that we've had. Oh, oh, oh. Chills, dude. Chills. Yeah. There was one, um, there was there's a fan service thing that I saw that somebody had redone the using deep fakes and stuff like that. They've redone the the fight between Kenobi and Darth um with an episode four. Yeah, okay. from New Hope. Yeah. And they've made it like like the same as what like that scene is with well, yeah, well. same quality, same like or um or uh orchestrated like um orchestrated like fight scene and stuff like that and oh my god like like not only what they've done with darth in there to where they've made him look like like what he did within rogue one but then what they've done kenobi and like being able to bring out like like he's a jedi master he's like he is he is well trained within this art and you know it's it's something that like like you don't really that that should be there but they don't really demonstrate well enough like he's been on a remote desert like using the force enough to where he's so how deep is this how long is this i mean it's like five or six minutes okay all right so they they go back to like where obi's been and stuff yeah yeah they they using using deep fake they like they use his face over the, the oh no i get that but they so they went back and created no 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 they they start like like within that fight scene it's just the one scene okay so you know you get it's just a better scene of that that particular engagement yeah so yeah that's but, just, well i mean again that's just self-sacrifice on his part though too yeah yeah they, i mean they they play that off too like it picks up at that point but they they've got like you know um or, or not picks up but like leaves off at that point yeah so they don't change anything about like how it ends but right like everything that you you don't see up until that'd be that cool point though that that would be is awesome. really really good yeah, that'd so be really cool. you know if they're I, I want to watch that now that Lucas isn't changing the films anymore it probably won't be something that we'll yeah. ever see but if they ever do change the films again after the Disney Plus release yeah, did you hear that he didn't go to the premiere he did that's I saw I thought a story this oh maybe he didn't no no I thought you did. I, that, and if he that's just weird i i don't know why mm. he wouldn't uh, but i mean i i'm not positive on that i just thought i read something where he did not go but i'm like thinking really i watched the premiere um they live streamed it on um on youtube as far as like the the blue carpet thing that they did yeah um i thought i remembered seeing him but i guess not um I, I'm not sure that I remember seeing him. I mean, I remember seeing everybody else, like literally everybody yeah. else, but I don't remember for sure seeing All him. Right. Okay. Right. Anyways, mm. here nor there, it doesn't matter. The the have you watched the um the Star Wars movies on Disney Plus yet? The original ones or the any of them? 
No, but I've watched them numerous times before. But well, they're new. new. Yeah, they're new edits. Oh, there are. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Ser- no, hold on, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So it was ones that that Lucas did for um, Ultra HD Blu-rays, um, but they never got greenlit to like produce. I didn't know that. This was shortly before the deal. Seriously, with so ev- all of them, or all, just all all like- the the prequels and the the, the originals. Really. Huh. I, I will watch them again then. Yep. I didn't know that. I I missed that completely. If that came out as a, as an add on or like for Disney Plus to say that oh this is these are the ones that we put. I did not know that. Yeah, they so. didn't advertise it very well. I heard I heard it through like people that just watched. Did you did like, you watch rewatch them? Yeah. Not enough to like noticing to notice any of the differences. Yeah. yeah, I watched A New Hope like part of the way through. Okay. And then like I picked up on Rogue One because I was gonna pick up. On Rogue One, anyways, I was watching them with Daniel. Like, yeah. I watched them with That's Daniel, cool. but he wasn't interested enough to watch them. Yeah. So. All right, cool. No, I definitely will go back to see what I can see from there. So, one thing I like I said before that I really wanted to do too is like when um when he went into the cantina, and yeah. the Mandalorian. I wanted to go back and see how. Well so during the Blu-rays, the ones that I have upstairs. Yeah. Um, they changed that to Han shoots first. Yeah. In the blue, in the Disney Plus ones, they've changed it back to Greedo. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, so that's one that I know for sure they've done, but that's the only thing that I've caught. Huh. Well. Or not Greedo. Um, yeah. Yeah, Greedo. Greedo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Huh. Cool. I want to see it now. I got a lot of watching to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As do I. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the Christmas season. Yes. And Netflix and Disney Plus. Yes. Um, you have anything else for other news? No, dude. That's really about all I got. Like I said, I haven't had time to really dig up too much, but I don't think a ton's been going on. We got, obviously, the biggie. So Yeah, the biggie. We're both probably... I'm, I'm hesitant to get into this because this is going to be one of the things that we disagree on a little bit. I think so. I think yeah. we're going to. I so, really do. Let's, let's do a review of it. Okay. Um, without spoilers first, and then we'll uh, give the clear warning of, you know, hey, this spoiler territory yep. goes um, in here, and then turn around, last chance. Um, but um, first, without giving away anything um, for the movie, what do you think of it? Um, what were your likes, dislikes, if you can, give any of those without um, spoilers? If not, then we'll wait. Um, I loved it. I absolutely loved it from beginning to end. Um, I thought it was the best of the last three movies that came out. I think that um, I think they handled the property. Um, last three movies, so you're talking about Solo? No, no, no. no okay. I'm talking oh, about the, the, oh, the, the saga. saga. Okay. Yeah. Of the saga. The last you think of the saga is I thought this one really was the best out of those three. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought cinem- cinematography was absolutely outstanding. I thought the quality of the of the movie was great. I thought it captured a lot of the essence of Star Wars, especially when you go back to four, five, and six. I mean, um, so I I I don't have a negative thing to say about it. I really don't. I think that um, there was a lot going on. So I guess if I had to say one thing that the con like not continuity in the sense of the star wars universe but just 
within the movie there was there was a lot of very quick um type of um events that occurred that drove the story much quicker where it could have been drawn out a lot longer but i mean it was still over two hours so i mean again keeping that in mind but i think that there was periods that they could have taken more time with some of these things but understanding the premise of you know this is it we got to we got to get the all in type of thing that they couldn't give it as much attention as that I would have liked to have seen but I wasn't upset because it didn't leave me questioning anything so um if I had a knock that'd probably be my only really knock you know what I mean so yeah so um here's my thing I've got a few things all right. Um, first of all, it was a, it was a good movie. I, I don't think like if if I were to score it on Rotten Tomatoes today, I would give it a thumbs up. Um, especially after some time thinking about it. Um, I I don't think that deserved the fifty seven percent, fifty nine percent. No, it's wavering from absolutely not. Uh, the the critics. I think the last time I looked earlier today, it was at eighty seven percent from Thank the God. the. Um, viewers from the the actual like audience score i think that probably lines up a little bit better with what um is within uh or that the movie actually deserves um the negatives <laughs> um or and, and the another positive the the storyline the, the way that ended i really really liked i'm not talking about like credits wise but like yeah. <laughs> like you know like leading up into that this the the last act to ha- act in half yeah um, worked really, really well. Uh-huh. It was the rest of it that I had issues with, and it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily that I had any issues with any scene. It was a. It was a movie made up of really good scenes. I can't point to a scene and say I didn't like that scene because I liked all of them. The problem was the way that they were put together, um, and the 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 scenes. It wasn't. It wasn't as if I was watching a movie that strung a storyline up into the last portion of the movie that that last act act and a half once that they get to um was it um the the sith planet uh um alesta or whatever it's called alesta yeah. or something it starts with an e but anyways um once that they get to the last planet uh the sith planet um that they get to i i didn't um have an issue with it and oh yeah, by spoilers. Um, but um, um, after that point, it was it was a really really good movie. Um, before then, it was it was like like I was watching scenes on YouTube that had been mashed together at, at like like I was waiting or like I was I'd watch the scene and then like the other one or the next scene had like auto played, but it didn't necessarily match the original or the first scene like there was enough connective tissue there to like to obviously put it within the same movie but there wasn't enough to like drag on a storyline it seemed like it seemed very like it seemed almost rushed the the first um half or to two-thirds of the movie um to where like like maybe they didn't know what they were gonna do do with it or or they didn't you know they're they're just kind of throwing this together 
Um, but, uh, you know, inverse, huh? Inverse is, I believe what it's called. Anyways, um, anyways, sorry. I th- I the really, the I other think. thing that I have that I had, I had issues with was the, and it goes back to the, the first issue, um, was the amount of planets they go to. I think that's really what, what broke the movie up more than it should have been. Was because they 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 tried to fit a lot within this movie, like like you said, they went to Tatooine, um, they went to the Sith planet, they went to um, Endor again, um, they went to um, like like a total of like five or six planets, mm-hmm. and just felt like it felt like it was it was boom 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 boom, then all of a sudden slow boom boom slow slow, and then you had you had the the like the finale, uh, the climax of the film, and it, it just felt like um, it, it it just felt really weird, and that's really the only way that I know how to describe it. Like like it's 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 not it's not fast paced. It's not it's it's really really fast paced in parts, and then it's really really slow for a little bit, but not not like anywhere close to what it was in previous parts. The, as far as time that's lapsed. And then it's it's really really fast paced again, then really really slow, and then really fast paced, and then credits. So, uh, um, I liked it overall. Um, it's definitely not like my favorite Star Wars film. Even within the past three within the saga, I like Force Awakens better. Um, it's I definitely like it better than Rise of Skywalker, um, just because the storyline in this, from what they have within that that last part, to where the storyline flows really really well, makes a lot more sense than what um, than what uh, Last Jedi does, um, in which that movie was like speed, um, but without the the speed um, done in space, so um, that was like the world's slowest. Um, high-speed chase type of thing in space, but um, yeah, I mean, so if if I had to if I had to give it anything, um, if I were to rank it on a, a scale of one to to or zero to hundred, I'd probably give it an eighty. Ooh, in my opinion, rough. Eighty, eighty-five. Yeah. So, well, I'm way above that. Yeah, I disagree. I think I I, I I I disagree with you on the pacing of it too. I think I I was enthralled the entire time. I, I didn't feel at all like I was being delayed um, through the process, and I think that like every little I picked up every little, and I know you did too, but every little morsel that they threw out as a throwback, like the lines and the and all the, yeah. the different things, I just dude. I had to also contextually realize too. This is it, though. So well, this is it. So I what love. Is it? It, <laughs> it's the end of the saga, though. Yeah. So I loved. I loved that component, and I think it was weaved in so intelligently that if you didn't know it, if you didn't know like the the lines, the the, the particular lines, you didn't know the particular. Um, 
like the chessboard. You didn't know like yeah. the the blast helmet. You didn't know the little Jedi fighting little circle thing that they duel with. If you didn't know all those little things, you could still watch this and be like, okay, this yeah. is training. And like all the like even the throwbacks, they even did throwbacks to the first movie with like her jumping through like when she was scavenging and she did the same types of moves and everything and then just like every there were so many I thought just iconic pieces that they threw back to intelligently but not so in your face like oh here it is here it is here it is if you knew you liked them I thought it was smooth I thought those pieces fit well I thought the pacing I hadn't I followed this one much better than I followed a lot of other Star Wars movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew exactly where people were. I knew what they were doing. I knew what was going on. I knew where they were heading. I, I like the... Uh, and I didn't. I, I, I feel like if we were to take if we were to take Return of the Jedi or um, Empire Strikes Back and then put, like, like the... Like, if you were to put the storyline next to this one, I would be able to, to follow those storylines a lot better. The one I'm able really? to follow this follow the story the storyline of this one. Oh, I thought this was smooth. I, I really did. I thought that um I thought the flow was great. It just it, it took you to familiar places that you already would have known that you should know if you're watching this at this point. You would have seen these places and know where they were going for the most part. And any of the components that throw back to, it's like like even the, like just when she's going in looking for the other navigational piece, I forget what the the, the sit whatever whatever that thing the triangle thing is called, and you go in and you see the window, you see the you know it just when you saw that didn't it just take you right back, you know what I mean? It's just like I mean well, I was taken not, so bad I was taken it's back. It's not that it's more of like like the the girl that um, Poe Dameron had a relationship with. They introduced her, and then then like. You're like talking five about, minutes you're, later, you're she's gone. Yeah, she, like the the mercenary, the spice runner, and then she's gone. And then you're like, "What? Like, why was this a thing? Like, like you you filled up five minutes of my time with something that's that seems completely useless right now." Yeah, but it least. also gave them an ability, and then it pays her- off in a useless way pays off in a useless way yeah it i mean pay, they, they have off. another they have another like two minutes where like no they, oh and i'm back in the ship oh no. i recognize this voice what, no. who is this i but know that, this but voice. That, that's the whole point though right so yeah the reason that she was even introduced she's the one that had the medallion for them to be able to get off the planet yeah, but that could have been introduced in some other way they could have found like another, yeah, but it also it also plays without, out and gives you a little bit rounds out that character a little bit more because one thing i talked about poe too is i wasn't on board with poe I said that in the beginning. Yeah. But I start to like him more, and I liked him more in the second one. Mm-hmm. In the third one, I really start to like him. And now you got to see, and I think that was that's a fantastic line. When he says to them, he's like, okay, so I was a spice runner. Well, you yeah. were a stormtrooper. You yeah. you were a scavenger. Yeah. You know, th- I think those lines were funny. Yeah. You know, and I think that the comedic piece was fine with that. And I By think, the way, we're, we're like way into spoiler territory. So oh, sorry. If you, haven't, if you haven't watched the movie, back out now. And, yeah. um, you know, go watch the movie first before you go any further. No, and I bet you, but, I I bet you, there's probably more footage of that woman and him, but that's just probably, what it made it. it. Probably, yeah, it probably got left on the cutting room floor. And it probably that makes did. sense. But but what what bugs me is that that that's one occurrence of something that happened. But the fact that they they 
brought they left in or General Leia in there as well to where she had a very minor role. It just it seemed like it seemed like like service. It, it wasn't necessarily fan service. It was service to a very small group of people that would have been dude. Leia's Leia's role pivotal. was, was yes. absolutely monumental yes in the movie i agree you couldn't have well, no, done well, this. not you, not this you movie. couldn't have done this without leia no you this. could have done definitely How? done this without leia you could have I'm had... talking, no i'm talking about the way the movie was executed now and the way that it happened and the way that she was interfacing with ben yeah that's the okay. only way that it could have occurred without leia that would not have happened yeah so you had to have Leia, and don't get me wrong. I think that again, Leia. Yeah. Okay. So, so within the final scenes, whenever Ben yes. realizes that she's dead, I get that. That that that's definitely like a pivotal point within the storyline that that has to be there in Absolutely. some way. But not only that, she knew it though, and that's what I'm yeah. talking about. It wasn't said. It wasn't it didn't need to be said in the movie. Leia knew her path. Luke knew his path. She knew her path, and she's force sensitive too, right? Yeah. So she knew her what her role was. Well, not in the only force. was she force sensitive, but evidently she's a Jedi. She's a oh, oh exactly a Jedi master it, at that. Exactly. So now we which we, also like we like can, where the we hell can, like where the yeah, hell is this okay, coming so from? We we can that's that's one that is one area that I definitely think that we can dig deeper into and start finding some holes however being that that she is uh-huh. you know i still think that understanding that they knew their past and everyone they just like just like ray knew like she had she had seen what was supposed to be you know sitting on the throne was what she's yeah. what she had seen and so forth but she realized i mean the, just, the, the dynamic was deeper than just the 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 portrayal that was right there and i think that you know that to me was not only an iconic shift in in the whole star wars universe because now you have you have now officially removed basically all of our characters except for lando yeah okay so basically Chewie, lando c-3po well and r2 R2. but see r2 and c they've been in all of them all of them all of them, and they were well, except for R two. R two was R two in this one. R two was very oh, briefly in this, in this one. one. Yeah. He's the one that had the memory for C three PO. Yeah, very briefly. In this he was one, in yeah. the beginning, and the, but they focused more on BB eight. Yeah, BB eight, obviously. Mm-hmm. But no R two. And Dio, yeah, yeah, and Dio, yeah. Which I really, really like. I like yeah. Dio a lot. So I, 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 I liked it. I, I just, I think that, um, I think that they did the most they could. I think Leia's Leia's role was great. I think Leia's role is what it should have been in continuity of the other movies. That's what she was. She was the on the ground general in the headquarters, doing what she was trying to do. You know, and uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I think it's great. I think I like the idea. I like the concept, which hopefully we'll see more of. The um, the the Finn and the other stormtrooper lady that has the group of stormtroopers that defected. I thought that was an yeah. interesting concept too. I that did we'll, like that concept. We'll yeah. see that more. One thing that I like too, I like the Knights of Ren. I thought that was a pretty cool concept too that they brought in. But once again, you've had very little. I know people have talked about like I've got to go back and watch Force Awakens 
or not Force Awakens. I'm gonna go back. Yeah, Force Awakens, because people have talked about like the Force Awakens leads up to some stuff with Knights of Ren. I don't remember very much about the Knights of Ren from the Force Awakens. Um, if there's something there, then color me wrong because I, I am. Um, but I I don't I, I don't remember anything significant about the Knights of Ren within the Force Awakens. They weren't um, in the Force Awakens. Okay. So, but but again, like like this is but just they all stuff. Yeah, this is all stuff that we've heard about. Yeah. In conjecture, but there's nothing been within continuity that's been built up to this point where like 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 the average person. I'm being super critical, which yeah, I, I admit that I am. But there's there's not enough to where like the average person that hasn't followed this along. If I were to take Andrea to go watch this and weren't weren't to tell her anything yeah. about this had, had had her watch the previous movies uh-huh. she hasn't done the digging she'd be like who who are these guys yeah right and so that's the kind of that's the prism i'm looking through it in um other than the fact that they mentioned that there were the knights of ren but like the, why are they the the knights of ren where they come from type of thing right but um you know and and not not to say that i didn't like the movie i definitely like the movie but I'm holding up the same same standard that I would hold up any Marvel movie to. And maybe that's where I'm faulting that. Yeah, but I think that even if you... Okay, you're going to do that, right? So yeah. you, you still... Like any Marvel movie builds to that climatic scene. And let me... that 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 Dude, let's be real. You get to the point where the, the strings have been pulled by, mm-hmm. you know, Sidious... Right? Yeah. Forever. And he's always been behind... He's been the puppet master through the whole thing. And then he... Not only that, but he has an entire armada of just... Just a gargantuan amount of Imperial, you know, fleets. And the rise out of the wall... I mean, that just sets the tone of like this... Like, you know... David and Goliath situation, which is always what you face with the Avengers and everything else. It's always, you know... Yeah, but this is a difference. It, I that, mean, the difference is being what? They they set... they The, the Avengers, so take the original Avengers, right? Sure. Loki. Loki is the bad guy. Ultimately, like, being behind... Or the person behind Loki is, is, um, is Thanos, which doesn't play a big part within Avengers. But they take... They take multiple they take captain america um they take uh um thor and they take iron man 2 to lead up to the avengers there's there's very distinctive pieces between the tesseract within captain america um the the setup uh, with loki within thor and then the setup with um, with the the Avengers initiative and Captain Iron Man two that all set up the Avengers, and then within the Avengers it starts off very fast, but it and it maintains that speed, but with without any type of assumption of of hey this this is stuff that you should already know that weren't and wasn't within these other three films, it drags off of what's within the other three films and does not have to borrow from uh from any from from stuff that doesn't exist and that's you, you could have done this without the knights of ren and it wouldn't have impacted this to be honest I, with that's you. what i'm saying though but i mean but to me as a star wars guy anything that you I, I, I like that cool there are it. the knights of ren but then but set it up 
That's all I'm saying. Don't the Knights... And then again, I'm not, I haven't got too far into the animated series, but aren't they in the animated Maybe, series? But then, but then have that have that be known like as as marvel fans we know exactly what's within continuity we know that the, the abc films aren't within continuity we know that the netflix films are not within continuity or at least closely tied we know all the movies are within continuity and that's pretty much it the star wars stuff we have very we have hundreds of hours of stuff within continuity and we don't know what actually ties into it really yeah well, I think once once it makes it into these movies, it, that's continuity. Yeah, so, but then also Resistance, um, Clone Wars. That's all considered continuity now. Yeah, they said that. It's all considered, so. yeah, I get that. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, if you're going to pull from that, let it be known that you're pulling from that beforehand. That way people have a chance to watch up on these things. Yeah, uh, I get it. I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm sure, that's, I'm sure the, Knights, the Knights of Ren... Exists within resistance. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. But I'm, I'm sure that it, it probably does. I just started watching with Daniel today, but I would have liked a heads up. Yeah. You know, like, hey, this is the thing, and I, I probably yeah, but, I mean, looked at that but specifically. But you kind of knew, right? So it's like, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the resistance um, TV show. I know that the that no, redone but you kind of realized that the Knights of Ren were basically. Like I did an elite force yes. of force-sensitive warriors. Basically, they're not Jedi's. I did, but I'm a guy that does a podcast on nerd force, on nerd <laughs> or nerdy sure. culture. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I understand. But, I understand yeah. what you're saying. So, I didn't just. I I I was fine with that. To be honest, with you. I find introducing everybody that they could possibly introduce to it because I want it to be, and it was to me, a uh you know, a cavalcade of Star Wars characters, and they they brought it all back. They brought everybody. They brought back the little the little lady from the cantina. What's her name? Yeah, the, the, the uh, goggles. Mog, Ma, 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 or whatever yeah. her name is. I, I mean, I like I like that she was part oh, of I it. I love that she was part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was cool that she came back. You know, and it's like you know you could keep finding little these little tidbits all through. I really wish that she would have like made a move on um, Chewbacca. She was giving him a medal. Dude, and come on the, now, And the fact on. that he got a medal. Like, the fact that yes. he got the medal. Come yeah. on. That was like, so, I was like, yes. Oh, I was, I was, yes. I was like pulling to Kevin Smith and like had to wipe a tear. Yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. he got that. Yeah. That was cool as hell. And then whenever Ray called herself a Skywalker, I'm like. That was, yeah. dude, I was a little choked up. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were several points. I was a little choked up, dude. I'm telling that, you right now. That, that, that pulled on my nerdy emotional strings yeah. but see but that's what also brought it full circle for me yes it, it like, did it i'm not i'm not like, saying and that and, just clo- i mean it, i i the people that are saying that this was bad i'm like dude i can get that you can have issues and you and like you're bringing up what i think are really valid points and intelligent points and and things like that but for someone to just come out and say that the movie's garbage or it's bad or this was a you know that's not fair. You know, I mean, be constructive. You know, and, I, and I'm seeing a lot of this destructive type of commentary on oh, it. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's like, okay, you basically have, you have, the people that are saying these type of things have no idea or are well, completely I think, I think, out of touch with I the think Star the, Wars universe. I think the critics, critics are, the, the fans, everything, it's funny because everything that I've seen from last night until today has been overtly positive. It's oh, where, absolutely. To where, like, I, I was reading stuff before we went to go watch the movie 
on um on from critics and stuff like that. Yeah. Then afterwards I'm like I don't agree with this. Okay. Um and then then I went and I watched the stuff from fans today between the denim nerds um uh emergency awesome like stuff like that on these YouTube channels and they were overtly positive. I'm like I don't necessarily agree with that either. Yeah. So I'll take that one. So yeah, that that is that's where I'm at. I am uh, I I literally buckled up for that ride and I just loved I loved every minute of it. I didn't think I had no problems with anything. I thought that the um, what I really liked too is they kind of captured the as we talked about Star Wars can be campy, right? Oh There's yeah, some yeah. campiness to it. I you get know? that. Yeah. So and they captured that like. All the rejoicing scenes after they win a battle. I mean, come on, that's so like Hollywood studio, sound studio, campy. Mm-hmm. Yay, we won! Yay! Yeah. It's but, like the you know thing what? in It's the same feel that you got from the originals, though. Yeah. And I think that. Yeah, like be able a to, new hope, like yeah. whenever they blow up the Death Star exactly. and they've got the whole. So you capture. Yeah. You, I think that what I really thought. That he's not getting credit for, especially Abrams, like he's not getting credit for, is being able to transition and capture the same emotion and the same feelings that you had seeing New Hope. Now, again, I'm yeah. taking the prequels out. Just take those out. But I'm just talking about, you know, four, five, six, and you know those type of things. And I just, I don't know. I, I no, I completely agree with yeah. that. He's he's definitely captured the. The feeling of the the um, essence. He he he's he captured the essence of the yeah. original series of the original trilogy, yeah. and um, he's uh, you know he's he's perfect for that. I just think that they're like I really wish that the the storyline was ironed out a little bit better from my perspective. And I'm again I'm viewing. I went into this not necessarily with a critical mind, but I definitely viewed it very critically. Um, not not intentionally, but I did. Um, I want to go back and watch it, knowing what it is, um, and see if I I'm probably going to enjoy it a lot more, um, just knowing what the movie is, and being able to pick up on on different stuff and just going in, just enjoying it. So um, that's where that's where I'm at on it. But you know, I again I wouldn't. I think that it's, it's it's by far not my favorite Star Wars film at this point. They're they're uh, it's 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 above the prequels. It's above Solo. It's above Rise of Skywalker. It falls like right in the middle for me. Well, I'm always I, I'm Empire Strikes Back favorite. Yeah. Best that's that's my jam right I think there. All the original all and the originals fall ahead of it for yeah. me, and then Force Awakens falls ahead of it for me. Really? I, see, and that's I, it. I, 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 I'm going like to go with... Smack dab in the middle is where this I'm one. going Empire than this for me because I... I, I just... I, I, what I loved is that I got everything. I, I don't think I missed too many... too many of the throwbacks. I don't think I missed many of them at all. And every time they did one, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, just like, just the navigational systems that they showed, different yeah. things like that. And, you know, and then when they were talking about the one in a million shots and all, it's yeah. just like, it's just like all that stuff. It's like so, 
iconic to me and it just resonated so strongly with me and be able to just weave it in into that's no bigger than a womp rat yeah. although they used it but they should have used it. yeah exactly no i just thought um i just i just thought it was i thought it was a fantastic ride and i and shauna wants to see it so i'm gonna go back and probably see it again very soon and uh i can't wait i mean i really am looking forward to watching it again and um i just think that the way that they even uh did the whole uh Sidious thing was fantastic. I mean, yeah. it was a little. I thought it was a little goofy. He's obviously attached to the arm and moving around or what have See, you. See, I, I like that. I like. I like the the because because there's been this whole there's this, been this whole mystification of of Sidious's powers of, of the Sidious powers where yeah. Palpatine, as a student of Darth Sidious, um, obviously had some knowledge that this this force power existed where somebody could raise himself from the dead and it's been covered within the comics plenty of times they've definitely driven from the comics on several different yeah. um comic lines within this movie um and knowing that as a fan i i really really enjoyed that um yeah and that, i think that's probably the biggest thing i enjoy the the flow of the the third act um but i think that was the biggest thing that ties it back for me is that I can point back to the the storylines that they went to between um, the cloning of um, of Sidious with or the cloning of Palpatine um, and and what they were doing with Ray and then the um, the thing to where you know to where um, Palpatine comes back um, and then also from Sidious's line to where they're able to go through and what they did with Palpatine as far as um, we talked about yesterday the zombie Palpatine yeah thing that they did worked fantastic yeah no just so. some of his lines too it's like I made Snoke yeah. and chill I mean it's like come on dude. I mean yeah. it just it's just like goes his, through all the voices his badassery is ridiculous I mean the dude was a complete badass I mean it, truly I mean just oh I just, I, and then you know, also coming up with the final order, you know. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cheesy. Really? I, yeah. See, I I, the, I, I and just, we're going to call it the final order. Yes. Like, uh, see, I'm like, okay, so what? First order, final order. Like, I like that because it's again, it's like this is it. All right, so this cards are on the table. What else are you gonna call it? Yeah. It is the final. It's the final order. I mean, it, it's like. Okay, got it. And this is this, that was their last hoorah. Now, okay, now if I want to start picking at things, yeah, okay, you saw the amount of ships that are out there, right? Yeah, so I think that's probably an interesting thing. I can't really, I really can't wait until this comes out on Blu-ray or digital because I'd love to pause it there. Well, and I know my that point's this: this is kind of more of more along the lines of a, a yeah, cl- a clerk's, campy, a clerk's like, situation yeah. because, okay. You gotta man all those ships. Okay, yeah, so then, where and, are you getting all these people? And how did you keep all these people quiet? Because these ships were in the ice, underneath the ice. Hidden, oh, yeah, yeah. And they rise up, and all of a sudden now they're fully manned. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So th- there's there's some periods where you're like thinking, okay, so where did you get the. You're talking about the Empire ships. The Empire yeah. ships. So where did you get the 2 million people that you would need? To be able to staff these, not only staff them, but yeah. to have generals for all of them, you know what I mean, and then have everybody else, and then everyone. I like the idea they're all they're all uh, 
fitted out with the uh, Planet Killer gun. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. the ion cannon or not. Is it ion cannon? Yeah, it's my ion cannon. Yeah. So, but I mean, when you think about, like, I mean, again, some things you just have to let go, you know. Yeah. And that and that's fine. But I, I did like the introduction of the other planets and stuff like that, too, I thought was cool. Like the one planet they went and they were doing the celebration on. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, a little campy on the celebration thing with the little kids and the little pig babies or whatever they were. But again, it just like again, it just feeds into more into the Star Wars type of culture and universe, just showing that there's such a diversity among all of the universe of Star Wars, all the characters, all and all that type of stuff, you know. And I think that what I really were and I don't, you and I talked about this because we don't know. There's not really a name for it, but when when Ray and Kylo. Oh, I do, did. Um, oh, so there is a term for it. Yeah. Um, quantum transference oh okay. so there's actually some science behind this too i want to touch on this so um whenever you split an atom right the, okay. the two halves of an atom is called a, a quart okay um so they've taken two separate quarts um and, and of the same atom and they've they've taken them from one side of the world to the other side of the world like like they've separated them by the world like as far as you can get them away from each other physically possible okay um from, from and from like like from here to low like country China, down to Australia. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So maybe not as far, but like I'm exaggerating as, like, as far as you can get them, but like they've, they, they've taken a great deal of distance apart and then they've, they've reversed the, um, the rotation on one yeah. and then simultaneously the, re- the rotation on the other one reversed itself. So there's some science behind it that says that things that are so well connected like that, like atoms, um, they there's some physical changes that happen when those things um, react to each other. So whenever you look at it from that perspective, if the connection between um, Kylo Ren and Ray exists yeah. enough, yeah. they could easily yeah. take physical objects and transfer them through space and time. Okay. Um, give or through space at least. Yeah. Given um, their connection, so. Well, I mean, we—that's just in the fact that we've accepted that that's just what they what yeah. can happen. Yeah. But yeah that's yeah. cool that you get like that. That piece exists too. It makes yeah. sense. You know, it speaks to their their. I mean, basically, technically, they are an atom that's been split in the sense. Yeah. You know, so, and I think the dynamic between the two of them played out well. I think, I, to be honest, I think this was Kylo's best performance. I, I think that uh, I like him. I like him as an actor. I really do. And I don't. I don't think his best work is Star Wars. <coughs> I think he has other movies and so forth that he's been in that I think are better. There's one on Netflix I'm going to watch soon called The Report, that's out too. And um, he's done other stuff that I think he's he's a talented guy. He's not that. He's a good dude, dude. I mean, it's like I don't know if you see the things on YouTube he's done where he's gone out and uh, yeah, given back to soldiers and but stuff. He's a marine, like that. Yeah. so yeah, he does a lot with the military. Yeah, so I mean, he he's a good dude for yeah. one, and that's great, you know. But I still think that you know we always wanted to see him kind of evolve because I did not like him in the first. No, I didn't like him either. I didn't like him in the first two. Really I didn't like until, him until this one. Yeah, this one I I, I thought I liked him more, and um, I think he's a good actor. I, I do think that. I don't know if that was an intentional thing or not with him, with with the way he chose to 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 work Kylo, but now that I if I was to take the body of work, the whole body of work, I can appreciate the other two. Still don't like him as much the first yeah. two, 
and I, I think they could have handled the first two a little differently because I thought he was kind of like a little whiny bitch baby. Yeah, and, uh, he know. reminded me a lot of Hayden Christensen. Uh, yeah, uh, as part yeah. of like playing Anakin. Oh, a little God. bit, dude. That, but it could right? remind you. It reminds you of that. But Hayden Christensen was horrible. Yeah, he was horrible, but it's kind of like Hayden Christensen esque. Esque, in a sense. Yeah. In so a sense. I think that I think it was probably intentional. I think that you you seen evolution of the character. But that was, you yeah. know, that was kind of like the the thing. The only difference is he didn't pull. He didn't. He did not. He did not switch my beliefs, and and make me appreciate his performance any better in the third, his third endeavor. Yeah. You know, I just he was bad. Yeah. I mean, what has he done since then? Shampoo commercials, maybe. Life, I have no idea. Life is a house. That was actually it? really good. Yeah. Can he? He's done like the. The no, um, but he's he's done like voice acting since then and stuff. Um, he's done the mainly Star Wars. Well, stuff. he hit the jackpot with yeah. that as a guy that can't act because that's yeah. something he'll be able to. He's done. He's done the um, Clone Wars is the big thing. Yeah. So he voices well, Anakin. Yeah, I mean, Wars. I don't begrudge the guy. I mean, do I mean he's part of the universe. I mean, it's, it's what we have. So um, that's fine. But I just thought that he was bad, bad. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and they, I mean, you and McGregor, great. Yes. obviously yeah that's what we were talking about last night too like the prequels yeah. like other than hayden christensen like it didn't have a bad actor in it no it did not i mean you, got, so, you got samuel you got uh liam neeson you got him you, i mean they you got they, uh yeah you got um power up. the guy that played dooku was fantastic he um, was really good by the way dooku was pomodoro or uh uh Princess um, uh, Amapop. Yeah, Amadala. Amadala, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Black Swan Lady? Yeah. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, names. There's names. Yeah, There's yeah, names. yeah. Was, Star was Wars will get names. extremely sexist until you, yeah. you said the name. Yeah, Natalie Portman. But so, no. She's I, a fantastic I, actress. Oh, I think that, I think, the, I think, I think, the Almadog character, she did, was fantastic. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. And um, also, uh, the um, who was her advisor? He played a good role, too. Um, uh, Mexican. Oh, not the Mexican. The Mexican dude. No, I forget his name now. Oh, the one that ends up adopting um, yeah. Princess uh, Leia, yeah. Um, and he's been something that's stuck with Jimmy Smith. Yeah, he was in Rogue One. Yep, yeah. Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Also, uh, I remember him all the back, 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 back in the day. He was on L.A. Law, but that is really old. Yeah. <laughs> Probably his first show. But um, but no, I I still go back to this movie. I um, I i thought, I mean you give it an 85 i'm giving it at least a 95 i mean only because there's a couple little things but other than that i just thought it was fantastic and again yeah. i still loved how they like i always think about you know we talk about we, we brought this up before which i think is so cool too is the importance of the droids within yes the continuity of star wars and how they they play a role, and it's like C-3PO just hammered it home when he said, I'm looking at my friends, yeah. and then it's like even it's when... Like, taking one last look, look at my friends. Exactly. Yeah. And... and uh, tear. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, even when they're taking down the uh, 
the uh, the one cruiser that has the control, the communication control, yeah. and it takes the droid to be able to open the door, to be able to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To be able to to, to reposition the the guns and everything like that. So I thought that was cool, and it made I mean again a little campy that they had the stampede of the horses and so forth, but again makes sense within the, yeah, where within they the were context, yeah. in the context and everything like that. So. Um, bit of a stretch for her to take a skimmer over you know north face of hawaii cliff type of waves (laughs) yeah you know but again that's dramatic and i get it and it's just her resolve and her her wanting to you know just she had her mission you know what i mean so she was at all costs that's what it was there was no waiting there was just this is we got to do this type of situation. That was cool. And again, I mean, my heart broke when I thought Chewie died. I thought, oh, honest to God, yeah. I, honest to God, it's like I'm like, please, God, don't let well, this I mean, happen. You know. So I'd heard that there was a tweet by Kevin Smith that talked about Chewie finally getting his due. Yeah. Talking about the metal and like like the way that he phrased it, you knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. Talking about the metal. So I knew that Chewie was going to make another appearance. Could have been. Could have been. Post. For a brief yeah. second, like I thought, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, damn. Well, one thing I thought that was interesting, though, is like, so you had that emotion, like, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh my God, no. Yeah. You can't do this. I said, I know, th- I know that you're cleaning the house of yeah. the rest of the characters, but please, God, don't. Oh, I thought they were going to, like, at that point, I thought they were going to, like, just completely, like, I thought lando was done i thought that yeah. leia was done like yeah. i thought everybody but they they goners they but the thing is is that they brought him back to life so quickly though too mm-hmm. i didn't even have time to like resonate with like oh my god chewie's gone yeah you know and and then he was back within like f- 10 minutes you yeah. know something like that so but and then like what i love too is like the scene when they're playing chess it's like oh, this, yeah. that, that takes you right back, right? You yep. know, what I mean, again, another thing takes you right back, you know, and it's Chewie. The, Chewie's now playing chess. And, of course, Chewie's the master. You yeah. know what I mean? So he wasn't the one playing chess before, but all of a sudden now he's the master. Yeah. You know, so. Well, obviously, he was very passionate about the game beforehand. It, yeah. Because he would get very upset whenever you lost. Whenever you lost yeah, so. exactly. Now he's a master. So, anyways, I just, um, I can't say enough. I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic yeah. ride. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to watching it again. I definitely want to watch it again. Um, as much as I've been hating on this movie, I'm really not hating on this movie. Like, it's it's a really good movie. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just don't think that you know it's it's up to the snuff of what everybody's been saying. And nor is it is in the dumpster. Like no, no, no. I'm, I feel like right in between. Like I'm definitely like lukewarm on this one. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm but, I'm running hot, and I love it. And I love it. And I, I really thought it was super. This was this was super us cool too. And you know, we the trailer piece when we saw the Kylo coming in at her on the desert, and she does yeah, the flip, yeah, yeah. and she and the, and obviously you see what happens next, which is she just whacks the wing off of that dude. It's another point where yeah. like I, I keep on aiming it, like, but there's another like scene where I'm like, why? Like, I just don't get like the substance behind it, like. I mean, I get that they're connected and stuff like that, but like, like, 
and, and they can have like a moment or something like that, like through through like the where they meet up within the force. But like, why have that scene? Like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoy the scene, but I just don't get why it's within the movie. Like, it doesn't do anything to progress progress the story. But it does show. It does show her ability. It shows a shows her ability. It shows her development as a Jedi. Yeah. Two, it shows, in my opinion, too, Kylo's confliction because he oh, could, he's about he, to run her over with well, a no, tie he was, fighter. He could he didn't have to run her over. He could have just blasted her away. He didn't have to like. I mean, he does not want to take her out as no. much as like he he spends all of his time to try to build to that point of eliminating her, but he can't do it. Yeah. And it's part of, I think that they, I mean, and how many scenes did we get through with this where it was those two, you know what I mean? And it was like, it, again, it was, it was, it was a lot of it. I mean, again, it didn't really play it out as, as strongly as they could have, but I mean, his confliction of who he was, where, what he's done, mm. and he knows he can't escape what he's done. Yeah. And he can't escape that, but he, he keeps... He, he, I mean, he's torn. I mean, obviously, he's completely torn. He's a, he's a very broken individual, and I I just think that those moments were set up for him to be able to have those, like he, you know, that happens. He comes out of the wreckage, ready to do damage or whatever again, and then it's like, but he can't, you know, just like I'm saying, he's coming in hot like that. He could have just opened up, you know, yeah. pew, 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 and then she would have been dead. But he didn't. And, um, again, I, I don't... Those type of things, yeah, you can debate that. And maybe they took some really aggressive approaches and steps to try to display that and portray it. And I don't. I think they maybe overstepped in those areas a little bit. They didn't have to do that much because I think he kind of knew it already, you know. Yeah. But I think that I think you got that from like other yeah, things, like absolutely. just the dialogue between Elm and her. Like he wants you dead. I don't want to kill you, but this is like I've got other plans. Yeah. That was enough there. Yeah. Well, it, his whole his whole struggle comes through. It's like okay. Between that no and the helmet, scene. And now I'm rebuilding my helmet. I got my helmet back. Now I'm this guy again. Now I got rid of the helmet again. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's that whole dichotomy with him. It's like, he is so conflicted. He's such a conflicted, yeah. conflicted person. Yeah, I think there was enough there. Oh, I agree. Without that being there. there was, I mean, to me, the no helmet, helmet, getting rid of the helmet was enough to even just like go through the confliction mm-hmm. piece. And by the way, one the one little dude that I thought was hysterical... I love Babu. Yeah, Bobby the little Rick, Rick, oh, dude. He was so funny, yeah. so funny. And again, no, yeah, I absolutely loved him. Yeah, he shows back up again at the end. You know, it's like one of those type of Star Wars moments. Like, yeah, he's talking to the one lady with the helmet, um, and then all of a sudden he pops up, like, or whatever. It's yeah. like, oh, that's cool. I like that. I thought that was funny. And then yeah. I thought at the end it was really funny when he said something to her when they were on the one plane. He's like, well, can I kiss you now? And she's like, no. <laughs> and then goes away. And then he, like, at the end, they're celebrating. He looks over at her, and she's like, he's like, no. <laughs> so he moves on and hugs somebody else. So I thought that was kind of, you know, funny. Bobby Frick. What is his name? Bobby Frick. Yeah, he's a great dude. So, 
I'm sure we'll have uh, we'll learn a lot about him. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope they use that character. Like he's yeah. one of those characters that that could pay really, really good dividends for them uh-huh. in the future. Yeah. Um, where do you think they're going from from this? Um, obviously, I, I, I mean, I know the next saga films in like um, three years. Uh, I don't know. But the, but they're being set before this happens. They're in the same continuity and time frame. We don't know. I thought they were. Don't know. We assumed. Well. Um. Well, at this point, the Sith's been eradicated, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sure appears that way. There's there's one coming out in 2022, December 16th. One coming out in December 20th, 2024, and um, another one coming out in December 26th of 20. Or I'm sorry, December 18th of 2026. Well, and she also, in a way, yeah, she's a Jedi, and she's finally, like, you know, proved herself that she is truly a Jedi, but she's also cast aside the whole Jedi. I mean, she buried the lightsabers, you know what I mean? Well, but to create her own. Hmm, Or, do you think, or or did she just finally put Sith are done? No, they showed her other, her new one. Being ignited at the end of the movie, she's got double. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Lights oh, oh, yellow. Oh, yeah, the flick on the. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. even more of a representative yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, 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 so have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiz, quiz time. What do what what does what does the color of the yellow yellow mean? Um, I. What's the significance of yellow? Because I think it definitely tells well, of how they end the movie there. The, just the color of yellow, period? For for lightsabers in particular. Tell me, because I, I wouldn't... I'd be guessing. Okay, so... Um, blue, blue within lightsabers... I'm going to lead up to yellow. Um, blue within lightsabers um, represents uh, warriors of the Jedi um, Order. Um, these are people that, that um, harden their lightsaber skills. Um, and and more are more of the the foot soldiers of the 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 Jedi Order. Um, green are the ones that want to understand the Force, um, and that that are more um, Force driven. Yoda. So they yeah Yoda, um, even um, you know Obi Wan Kenobi, people like that. They they're they're more you know they're not necessarily like all about fighting or, or, you know, they're, they're more diplomats within that realm. Um, and then you've got the Anakin Skywalkers and those, those stuff, people that are very focused on, you know, getting into the fight and then being those type of people, mm-hmm. um, those, and then, uh, those type of protectors, the yellow is, um, is donned by the guardians of the Jedi Order within the um, within Jedi within the Old Republic, so oh, the, Knights of the Old Republic, the Knights of the Old Republic, the Guardians of 
the Jedi temples would don yellow. So there you know were what? there were very specific. You're correct. You're absolutely right. So yeah. And and having a yellow lightsaber, she's yeah. now yeah. a guardian of the Jedi Order, uh-huh. and she's taking on that role mm-hmm. symbolically. Correct. You're right. And I I just now it's all coming back to me. Because the other book that you bought me, which was the part of the two, yeah. I keep talking about the Sith book because that's the one that I gravitate to. I really like that one better than the Jedi one or the Jedi one. And they did touch on that. They talked about that. Yeah. And and you're absolutely correct. You are you are spot on with that. So, but it makes sense though too, right? So I mean, she is at that point. I mean, the guardian of. But then again, don't forget though, which um. Which movie was it where the little kids were like cleaning outside at the end of the movie? No, that the was... Last Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. So there are other Force sensitives that are still out yeah. there. And so that still exists. I mean, there's not... It's. I mean, the Force... I mean, obviously, you're not going to get to a point where... Well, I mean, we saw not... it with this to where, to where we had somebody that was... We had, we had maybe an inkling about that was Force sensitive. But like he's coming out and you know has a very good connection with the force. Finn. After today, yeah, Finn. Yeah, Finn. that's Finn exactly is. what I'm talking about. So yeah. you know, it's um, it's the it's it's evolving into something that's that's um, that's not new, but is newly understood. So they're they're definitely using everything that's been previously understood about the 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 force. Yeah. Um, and then they're adding on to it. So yeah, that's cool. I like that. You're you're completely right. And that lightsaber is pretty sweet too. It was like a black carbon type of handle with a yeah switch. Yeah, like a, at the top. Yeah. That was cool. That was really cool. And I liked how when she gave her the Luke's Scott or the Luke's saber, she said the impossible can happen. Yeah, which close the gap on why that existed too because we questioned that i questioned yeah. it immediately and we talked about that and yeah. her just saying it was enough for me he's like okay you know okay i get yeah. it okay you know so i thought that was pretty cool but um i think that we'll as we digest this more we'll come back with some harder tidbits i think and and, and really pull that out but i would love to see uh knights of the old republic type like uh yeah that would be so cool i really hope that's where they go like i'm after watching this movie obviously i i'm i'm craving something else um i wouldn't i would love to see more of these characters but but i mean that's not necessarily the next thing i want to see i really hope that they build the world out a little bit more yeah what do you think about the um her like with the, I mean, I liked it. I did. I like it. I thought it was a bit. I thought it was a little over the top, but I liked it. Her getting Luke's X-wing. I love that. I've I've thought that was fantastic. I I, I like like I, as soon as it started rising up the water, you knew what it was. I I, I hearkened back to um, the Last Jedi to where it was, or I don't even know if it Dagobah. Was, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, obviously reminiscence of Dagobah, but. I think it was. I think it was even before the last Jedi. It was the the ending of the Force Awakens where she's well, flying in, it. and you see it there. I'm like, 
she's getting the next wing, and like yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so you know, I, I thought that was really really cool. Um, yeah. But you know, I I thought that was fan service for fan service. I'm I'm completely fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. And I'm like, when he pulled up, I was like, and I'm thinking, Jesus, this isn't gonna work. You know what I mean? But hey, it worked. But I love too is like when they flick it on though, and they showed the the display and everything they went back oh another thing that i thought was interesting too is when the millennium falcon was going like on that chase and the x-wings were after him and they were going up and down through those like those pillars and dude that's the video game from back in the 80s there was a game that they had had where you flew the falcon and basically that's what you had to do up down and around these pillars and stuff like that mm-hmm. that was the that was the game now i don't know if that was intentional which i think it probably was yeah knowing jj that probably was it, it, i probably was and i can't remember the name of the video game but it was um it was before like um firefox and stuff like that there was a uh, star wars one of those mm-hmm. sit, like one of the very first get in you sit down type of games that's what it mm-hmm. was and i remember pumping many a quarters into that bad boy back in the day when um you're heading to uh star fox yeah well not star fox um firefox Uh, firefox was a movie that clint eastwood did okay and um his big thing was uh when he came in he won or whatever it'd be like put a you know put on or was it um Get me a cold one or something. It was there's a tagline to it. Give me a cold one or something like that. But there was a movie, and that's what it, and it was called Firefox, and it was about like some um, super plane or whatever it was. Huh. So it was pretty cool. So, um, but no, uh, but that literally, it was the game. It hmm. was the video game. Very cool. I love. I also thought it was super cool. The multiple hyper jumps. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And I really thought it was cool, too, is that when they realized that it was Luke's old tag sign, and, and like they followed, obviously, the path mm-hmm. from from that. And again, if you looked at the screen, it was the same like little green dots. You know, yeah. I thought that was really cool. So, but God, I can just keep going. You know, the helmets are cool. Like, she had his helmet and everything, too, which was yeah. awesome. So. Cool. Well, yeah. you know where we stand out in the movies. Um, I think we've broken it down pretty well. Um, let us know where you're at on the movies, what you thought about the movies. Um, and, uh, um, you know, hit us up on yeah. our Facebook page or Twitter um, or message us on Reddit. Uh, I forget what our, um, what our username is on Reddit now, but and we're not very active on any of those, but... Um, I'll definitely check it oh. out if you're on if you hit us up on Twitter um, or uh, or Facebook. I'm I'm active on those. Yeah. So let us know. Yeah, let us know. Um, and if you have ideas for future shows, definitely let us know on those. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be plenty of stuff that comes out over the next couple weeks of stuff that we will uh, will hit on. Um, until next time, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast.